Do you believe in the paranormal? Do you believe in ghosts and haunted houses and things that go bump in the night? Personally, I don't, but I was interested in talking with people who do to see what motivates them and to hear about their experiences. So I went along with two groups of ghost hunters as they carried out paranormal investigations in two old buildings reported to be haunted. In this episode, I visit the old Cork City Mental Asylum with Jackie, Matthew, Paul and Kim of Cork Supernatural Society. The asylum is a collection of grim Victorian buildings on a hill that overlooks the city. Opened in 1852, by 1911 it was recorded as having over 2,000 patients. It was still in use until early this century despite numerous critical reports over the years, including one from 1940 which described the facility as a vermin-infested, dark and dirty disgrace in which the vulnerable, innocent and harmless were incarcerated. Today one of the buildings has been partially turned into apartments, but other than that the site is derelict. So definitely a good place to look for ghosts. Kirk Supernatural Society were hoping to communicate with Stephen, a voice that captured in an audio recording during an earlier visit. As the team set up inside the old asylum, I asked Matthew to explain the equipment they use. We use a whole host of different pieces of equipment. Um, what we mainly rely on is audio and night vision cameras. As most of the locations, we investigate our pitch black. Um, we use different types of cameras, mainly CCTV cameras, in locations where we have electricity. Tonight, in the type of building we're in, we're just going to use night vision handheld cameras. Um, we use some other bits like EMF meters to try and um, we use digital thermometers, motion lights, motion sensors. But in a building like tonight, we're going to rely heavily on audio and visual equipment. And hopefully, hopefully we'll get something. Have you spent a lot of money in here? Oh, yeah. You had a gather it as you go, you know. Yeah. A bit here and a bit there. You could go crazy. You really could go crazy. But uh, at the end of the day, all you need is basic enough gear, you know, once you have a camera, you have voice recorders, you can wear a voice recorder, it's very cheap. Lovely to have all the fancy bells and whistles stuff, but you'll get there, you know. You Every year there's more stuff added to the list the whole time, more cameras. More. Basically, what you want to do is get as many cameras as you can to cover as much area as you can. The unfortunate thing is you have to review it all in that Does hours, that take a long time? Hours and hours. Everything you film or record has to be reviewed. So you've got to listen to every single bit, waiting for the slightest little noise here or there. Or oh, sit there staring at a, a, a room, there's nothing happening for 12 hours. <laughs> really, really painful. boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if there's a change in the, elect- in the electric magnetic field, anything comes that interferes it, they stop blinking up. That going way up to, depending on how strong it is. And sometimes that gives us an indication that there could be something around us that. We yeah. can use it for responses. Yeah, that's true. It might get, if you get speaking to a spirit that's responding to the lights, you might say, uh, yes or no, light up the lights, light up, and they can. Light it all the way up to red, or light it up halfway. It can be used, it's just another kind of a communication tool, right? Yeah, yeah. If you, if you can get a conversation going, it's not easy though. No, it's not easy now. We've had it once or twice, it's not easy now. Is it not scary? No, it's a bit more of, exciting. Yeah, it's a bit more exciting. Do we have, are we talking to something here? Are we communicating with something, or is yeah. it someone's phone, or 
You know, we usually we turn off all phones or is it interfering with the equipment which we test before and you know, so it is it is exciting and we just don't you know, you yeah, don't believe it as kinda of when it's going off yourself. It does seem to be more exciting than as the and a lot of the time you might be just here talking like this. Um, not even you might have been after doing a call-out session and you might be just chatting amongst yourselves or something and then all of a sudden you just start to go. Yeah. You know? yeah. That office like, hey. Their 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 attention is elsewhere now. Yeah. We can move around and do what we want and you know, we're not focusing in on them constantly. Or it's they seem to be more relaxed, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Or, or it's don't forget about us. Yeah, neither <laughs> one way or the other, that's true. It's a Frank's box, it's called. That, uh, it's just turning on there. It scans radio frequencies. And the theory is that you can, the spurs can use the radio frequencies to communicate. It's kind of like that for the white noise. It's a, you know, it's kind of a white noise you listen to. And you can ask, ask him questions and you might get responses. Now, I know you had it, didn't you, down, down, down in Wexford, that you were getting really yeah. great information back through it. Quality, yeah. yeah, and I heard it once myself now give fairly clear answers, but rather, I don't know, it's my own jury is still out on it. What was that place in Lanscarty? Um, the, the castle in, um, in Lanscarty, yeah, uh, there's a group up there actually, uh, expert paranormal, they kind of focus more on the castle. Yeah, they got a lot back from their, uh, from their friend's box session, communicated with a spirit, uh, his name is Jim, and they went back through the... Um, uh, census is it uh, through the years, and they found a man by the name of Jim and uh, his family. Isn't that right, Matthew? Yeah. Name, and where he lived, and the more information they got, the more they put to him. And but how, how did they communicate with him? Through the Frank's box, through the white noise, like a, the broken radio. Boys, boys can come back through it sometimes, they can answer your questions. I was with Wexford Final, and I'm not going to hear Duffy Scrolls in County Carlow, I was telling you about and uh, they were using the Frank's box when I joined them. And Michael Benson said, right, there's another person after joining us, and you've met this person before, she has been here before, can you tell us, her? You know, do you know her name? And straight away through the Frank's box, you heard Kim. It was kind of weird. And then he said, and do you know where Kim comes from? And West Cork, straight away. This is in County Carlow, right? What's that, emotion detection cameras? Uh, what I didn't know is... Um you can see it there now. The, 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 the infrared. Yeah. It's infrared. So she, it's, a, it's, a, it's just a GoPro with the IR filter taken off it. Okay. So it, it, you see the IR light, and uh, she she just running those two battery packs on it. Basically, is all it is. And uh, want to run the camera, want to run the light, and that'll stay going there for a couple of hours. Just recording everything here. So if anything moves, it'll be. Oh no! It's 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 recording all the time. It's live recording all the time. A lot of the time, the cameras we get some of the great EVPs from the actual cameras. A lot of times, even the one I'd be going around with my hand now has picked up a few EVPs. You know, we and a lot of time we're oblivious. Actually, most of the time when we leave a place, I think, yeah, nothing happened there. That was a waste, or, you know. And when you go home, then that's when you find it, you know, on your on your review, going through everything. And that's a electronic voice phenomenon. Electronic voice phenomenon, yeah. yeah. We we have uh, I have the laptop in my bag, you know, that I play some of them for you. And uh ones we've picked up, even one they picked up here a couple of weeks ago. Match your play play there, he has it on the recorder. Yeah. 
you have to get name here. So it's Kim was saying Stephen. It, it, it sounds like somebody saying Stephen, the name. It's very, it, it's very, you, 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 it's pretty unmistakable. You know, you feel it's loud. Lots of them, they might be very quiet or they're hard to make out. But sometimes we have got clear sentences. They're all classed. It could be a class A EVP, like it should be just like I'd be saying something now. You know, you, you, we, we have had, we have got those. They're hard to get. A lot of time, it, yeah, I think it's this or I think it's that, but sometimes it's very open to suggestion. If I tell you something, or oh, that says my name is Pat, you're not going to hear anything, only my name is Pat. You know, you, you have to, that's why Matthew would ring me and he'd say, have a listen to this and tell me what you think it says. Because he already has in his own mind, you know, it's, and it's, and if you even try and do that, that's the way it will go into your head, whatever the person tells you it is. It's very hard not, not to, to stop yourself from doing it. Power suggestion. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, it, you, you create the word then, it's, 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 it's mad. But uh, yeah, we have got some good ones. Interesting. You know, answers to questions. Names. We've had names called. I had two of them there. One of them one of them is very clear now. It doesn't match you. We think it is. But one of them is, it's Jackie. This says Jackie's name straight out. And this was only when we arrived to a location at the time. We just got there. We were only setting up. I had the camera running straight away, and uh, just the guy said Jackie. But in the same place that we were, we had lots of EVPs over time, you know, which is a very kind of a, a good spot for EVPs. And what's your What's your understanding of EVPs? Do you think they're What are they? And are they looking for something from us? Are they trying to communicate with us? I don't know, but what I do know is, I'm in a room. But there might be two or three other people there. However, when he was there. Nobody has said anything. I'm holding a recorder. I know there was nothing on the tape beforehand, and now there is something there. And it, at, as, at, at times, has been either answers to questions or something like, as I said, a name. So I don't know what it is, whether it's a spirit, what it is, I don't know. I think it is a spirit or a voice, whether it's something just in the ether that's there the whole time, stone tape theory, whatever. Um, but all I know is it wasn't there, but yet I recorded it. So it's, 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 it's interesting, it's interesting. But these, they're never audible to the human ear, it's always... Oh, you, well, that's the thing, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm saying, yeah, yeah. I've, I think maybe only once or twice actually heard something live. It's not, picked whether it's a different frequency, whether it's like dogs hearing or whatever, but the recorder seems to pick it up. But your own ear, no. And then you can hear it perfectly in the playback. And, and when you're in a dark room and we ask a question, we're, we're just standing there, and you'll see it later on, we're standing there in silence. You're just waiting. You would hear a pin drop, but you mightn't hear this voice. Or, or we've had things like um, voices recorded, and then you might see light anomalies. Now, when I first started using the camera, I was looking around, and there's, I don't know if you heard of orbs, uh, they're just like little seem to come up in digital cameras. They were everywhere. But now uh, you don't take any notice of them. You're just used to recording them. They're there everywhere and the bust or whatever they are, digital some digital fault that's there, I don't know. But then every once in a while you might see a weird one that's maybe got a tail on it or is moving intelligently or maybe is flying around and maybe going into a person. Right as there's a noise or something like that or it's around a recorder. You the odd thing like that that you you you'd see. But it's it's strange. It's strange. It's 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 unusual. You don't find it scary at all. First time I came down to this building. First time I come down to here, I said, coming down the road. Yeah, this came in here. It was grand. I'm in here now. I might as well be at home. It, it doesn't. It's not bother me. 
I've only been in one building now that I don't like. What was that? I was out in uh, Valley of Horny. It's the only place that I, I don't like. What kind of building was that? It's, uh, it's an old school. Just just not a nice feeling there. That's the only building I've been in that I, I don't like. And I was waiting and I was saying to the lads the whole time, I'd, I'm looking forward now to being scared somewhere. I'm not saying that I'm super brave or anything like that. Yeah. It's just, I feel okay in here. It doesn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. But just that building, I'm only happy when I'm leaving it. Did you ever look into the history of the building and try and figure out what did something bad happen there? Uh, I don't think even the same building uh, anybody has died in. I think one death was all. Matthew is the historian, but I think there was only one death there. But um, it's just a school, an old school. But it just doesn't have a nice vibe to it. I think you can have yourself talked into it as well. You know, mm. you got yourself geared up right just to go in and see what the feel is there. You know, I haven't come across anything there either. You know, um. Not to chase me out of the building, right? it's just you have that air of anticipation that's there more than, let's say, I feel grand now tonight. You know, something could happen in a second and it could all change. <laughs> I always say the lads will be laughing at me. I always say it's a little bit like uh, fishing. You know, you can go to the same spot every day in the river, nothing's happening. You just hit it one day at the right time. You just happen to be in the right spot at the right time when they're passing through or when it's there or the energy is there or whatever controls it, then you're, you're in the right place at the right time, or the wrong place at the wrong time. You know. All right, should we start? Are you staying in here, or should we move over? Yeah, we can see the... Okay. Later, though, when it gets dark, it even gets more. It always, yeah, doesn't it? When the dark sets in. Especially down there where you can see. Fantastic view, though, isn't there? It's incredible. Yeah, it's a beautiful view. You said something to look at. So, how did you get involved in such a investigation? Matthew started the group. Matthew's my son. He started the group a couple of years back with a few friends. My daughter was involved as well at the time. And they came, they used to come back and tell stories, you know, where they've been and. Yeah, well, I was always fascinated with the paranormal, like, because I often felt I had experiences throughout the year, even as a child, and even as an adult now. And since I started this, even more. And uh, um, so I just, I just got involved. I came along with them and just got into it, you know. Yeah. Started to enjoy it and met Kim and Paul, then and another few along the way. And so that's where the interest began, you know. It's a great old hobby, really. It's an unusual one. It is, it is you, an unusual one. Do you tell your one. friends about it or are you kind of, is it something that you kind of keep? I kind of, well, we've, we've been all over the papers, no, and the TV, and <laughs> so everybody knows now. But they, they think it's fascinating. A lot of people would think it's fascinating. They'd love to be able to do it, but they, they'd, they'd feel that they'd be too scared. Really? They wouldn't come into the places that we come into. They'd just be too afraid. And what's the scariest place you've gone to? I suppose the Elgin Hotel. Yeah, in hotel is in West, West Cork in Skibbereen, Kim's country. Kim was with us that night. They had a restaurant downstairs. The, the, the hotel itself was, uh, was, it wasn't abandoned. It was just like gold, you know, you know, no down there uh, during the recession, like nothing was happening. So he let us investigate the, the hotel. And we, walked, we stayed actually in the, the building that night. And um, it was just a very, very airy feeling in there. And in room 28, I think. Some woman had reportedly been killed in a fire way okay. back, way back. It was Michael Collins apparently had his last breakfast there before he was shot on the, on the way. You know, he left from that hotel. He stayed oh. the night. 
it's gone back a long time. It's a really old hotel. We were all sat in that room anyway, calling out to this woman, and there was a wardrobe between between the two rooms, kind of a secret door, and uh, that was opened. And we were asking us, "Can you can you let us know you're with us by making a noise?" And the next thing, the door popped off the wall by itself, and we were all. And that was in the early days. All we had was recorders. We didn't have. We had cameras now, but not for nighttime vision cameras. We had motion cameras, but they were in the hallway. And very clearly on the audio, then we asked, if that was you, thank you. Can you do it again for us? And it came back, no. Clear, no. And funny enough, it was a male voice. It wasn't a woman at all. So we stayed the night then in the hotel. Kim went home, so the three of us stayed in the room. And Matthew, Matthew was, we didn't get to sleep till about five in the morning. Uh, Matthew was woken by um, dragging noises. He said he was actually terrified to look out the door. There was kind of a little hole in the door to look out through to get through the hole. And he said, uh, he was, you know, he was so scared, considering now he does this, you know, he was convinced there was somebody out there, but there was nobody in the hotel. It was just the three of us, because, as I said, it was a restaurant by day. And uh, no staff had come in or anything. So uh, he could hear the drag, and apparently that was... Um, they used uh, the coaches or the horseman coach used to pick up people from that hotel to bring them up to the city. It was a stopgap to you know to pick people up. So he thought what he was hearing was the dragging of suitcases or luggage, you know. Uh, so yeah, that was that was quite spooky. Uh, Ballyborny, Ballyborny College in McCroom. That's a very eerie place. Oh, was talking about that as well. Yeah, well, we've had one or two things down there now as well. That is. That's known to be, uh, you know, that movie, Song for a Raggedy Boy, yeah. that was filmed in that school. Okay. We've had some great EVPs in there, nice. great sessions in there. Nothing ever happened in there. We never had anything, we've never been threatened or nothing like that. We've never, it never responded. Can you show us up when you do this? Can you, nothing. Mm -hmm. It's just the, it's just the voices, the responses from, uh, which were fascinating. But it's, it's even more area than this place, I think, you know much more, I don't know, like it's, it's spooky. It is spooky. And do you think that the, these voices, do you think they're looking for something from us? Trying to communicate with us in some way that they want to um, release or something? Or? Some of them are very intelligent because they answer what we, you know, we ask them a question and they might respond by yes or no. They might give us a direct answer to what we've asked. Others seem to talk, not they're not aware that we can we we will pick them up on the the recorders. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so it's kind of it's kind of a two-way thing, as I said, very intelligent responses, and then stuff that is just thrown out that we haven't asked. We're just picking up what they're talking about. Like as I said, no, like we, we had a no, a very clear no for the banging of the door. Can you do it again? No. In Valleyvornia, I think we went into a room. It was um, a tiny little room, and it was it was part of the film set. And on the walls were were just the numericals of the uh, stations of the cross, but there was no pictures, actual pictures. And Matthew said to me, what are they? And I said, oh, they're the stations of the cross. And uh, when we went back over that audio then, uh, a few days later, was Paul actually got it on the camera as well. Um, very clear, it was a, a whole sentence. Um, and it said, uh, they can't see the naked crosses. And completely, you know, as if they were talking, as we were talking, but they weren't responding to us. They were talking amongst themselves. 
But they were they were aware we were there because of the well I think so anyway because of the stations of the cross. But that was the clear EVP. They can see the naked crosses. And that was really airy as well. And the crosses. The way he, it was kind of an accent as well. So what's your understanding? Do you think it's just a tragedy somewhere that the spirit is somehow trapped there and kind of persists? I think I do I don't think they're trapped. I think it's choice. They come back here with your choice. I'd like I'd like to think that they're not trapped here. I think this is a miserable place for them. For some, maybe for some, it was a happy place. Maybe they choose to come back here because, for whatever reasons unknown to us, maybe they have a connection here and they they felt safe, they felt happy. Who knows? I think they come on a choice. Where do they go normally? Do you think? Do you believe like you have a conventional belief in heaven and hell? And I'd like to think that there's something better than than. Um, for, uh, and yeah, I, I like to think there's a heaven. I like to think there's something better waiting for us all. Yes. I think they just stay around. Well, they say that about the dead anyway, do they? No. They don't leave us. They, they stay around. They're near us all the time. Why would they leave, do you know? It would be great to know all right, why, they, why they continue to stay or why are they here. We'll never know until, you know. Does it worry you? That, or do you? Is it kind of reassuring that you believe there is a supernatural world? Does actually, especially as well when you when I've lost people that are close to me, you know, that they're they're somehow still with us, you know, mm-hmm. that they're around us and uh, they're looking out for us. As I said, why would they leave us, you know? Mm-hmm. I think love love probably connects them back to here. Are we starting, lads? Yeah. Are we start to here. Yeah. Right, we're going to start by introducing ourselves. My name's Matthew. I'm Kim. I'm Jackie. I'm Paul. I'm Peter. Is anyone here with us? Could you make a loud noise in the building for us? A few of us walked here recently and we got the name Stephen on our audio. Are you here with us tonight? There's a lot of equipment about tonight. You've seen it all before. My wife is a light. If you go, go towards it, it'll come on. Can't be any harm. It's just an easy way for us to know you're with us. There's also green lights started above the floor. If you go towards them, they'll start to flash. Again, it can't be any harm. It's just a way for us to know you're with us. Can you come forward, Stephen? I'd like just to talk with you for a few minutes. Can you give us your time? I'd like to hear what you have to say to us. Can we hear you in the building? You know we mean you no harm, but you have to... No fear of us. No need to have fear. Just come here as your friend. And as I said, we just want to talk to you. So come towards us and spend some time with us tonight. Behind me there's four candles. There's a cross around them. Do you know what it's in us for? One of the candles. If you are here with us, can you tell us why you're here? Why do you stay in this building? Were you a patient here? Or were you a staff member? Were you happy here? Could be another large flash again, do you have the only love? Can you make that light flash like that? Can you make it come on like that? And maybe if that light scares you, maybe you could just move it away from you. Do you like it when we come here to speak to you? Do you like the company? We can't hear that you're with us at the moment. We have recorders on the on the floors. We might be able to pick you up later if you have something to say. Maybe you've said it already. But if you can, can you make a noise for us somewhere down there or in a lot of the part of the building? 
so we know that we're talking to you, that you hear us. You throw a stone or just bang on the wall or bang a door. Even maybe you're afraid to hear you, to have your voice heard. Maybe you're not alone here tonight. Maybe you have others with you. As they like to come forward and speak to us, tell us who they are, why they're here, the connection they have with this building. Can you tell us the name of the building? Where are we right now? Do you think you like having people to visit you here? When you were alive, did people come here to visit you then? Do you have family? Do you like having visitors? Exactly the same now we, as today. We've come here to visit you. Come here to talk to you. Find out your story. Do you want to tell us your story? We're here to listen. We pass no judgment. So come forward. Let us hear you somewhere in the building. If you want us to leave, if you want us to leave you in peace, then light up the lights that are on the floor. The darkness filled within the abandoned building. The team continued calling out to Stephen, but there was no audible response. I asked Matthew to play the Stephen voice recording for me. This is an EVP we cut on this exact on this exact floor um, two weeks back. Now it won't be as clear because usually you have to be on the laptop. That's the voice that's in question. Now I use a thing called WavePet. And this is on a different frequency to our voices. And when heard with the headphones on with the laptop, it's much, much clearer. That's on a different frequency to us. It's not the clearest, but uh, one on the laptop, it is very, very clear. And that was caught on this floor um, about two weeks back. And is that Stephen? That's what we hear anyway. Yeah. That's the voice that we've heard. Um, when, when we've listened to on the laptop, it's the first thing we've all written down. Stephen. So, it's an interesting one. Um, it's not concrete compared to some voices we've got, but it's definitely, definitely of interest. Sometimes you might even get an accent. There's one EVPs, two EVPs actually, but it was both in the same place at the same night. But there was an, a really clear kind of a Dundalk accent. Yeah. You know, it was unusual, you know, but you could make out the accent on the, on the voice. That's cool. what we'd be uh, mainly looking for. We'd be looking for a name or a very clear disembodied voice. Because I think when people heard the word paranormal investigators, they think we're going to a building to try and prove hauntings. But uh, what we actually try and do is go to a building where the building has a haunted reputation and we try and find explanations for the claims. On most occasions, nothing happens at all. Or we, or we can find some explanation for the claims. But on very rare occasions, we have caught these voices that are completely unexplainable to us. And um, it's very, very interesting when we do catch that. Uh, another great find of ours was down in Timberlake Abbey. Um, we caught a full-bodied apparition on camera, which can be seen online. So um, I'd highly recommend people checking out Timberlake Abbey Ghost. We've had an EVP before as well of uh, spirits discussing us. They're, uh, they're still here, mm. what they said. 
and uh, let's walk away. It was weird. It was let's walk away was first. Was oh, yeah, I, yeah, sorry, yeah, it was let's walk away was first, and I, then a few minutes later, they're still here. They're still here. Yeah. Yeah. I heard. I, I was listening to that the other night actually, and um, went back and I listened to it. And I listened to what Gary was saying before it, and Gary was saying, "Look, if you want us to walk away, just tell us, you know, and it's grand, and I'm just going to leave this down here, and I'm going to walk away." And that's when the voice came in and said, "Yes, walk." I thought it. It came to me as, "Yes, walk away." So if you hear what Gary says beforehand, it pulls it all together. It yeah. just sounds like he's saying yes, walk away. Yeah. And then at the end, they're, they're still, still here. here. They're still here. Yeah. Same voice. They're still yeah. here. Yeah. And that was in Elizabeth Ford there. And Elizabeth Ford in Barrack Street. <coughs> We've got a few interesting ones yeah, there yeah. all the time as well. Is it always old places you go to? I mean, would you get we anything? We go to people's houses as well. We go to houses. Some people would you? Would, yeah. And would they people that ask you specifically to come, come and check in, it out? Come in, yeah. Come mm. in and check out their house. Because they feel there's something there? Yeah. yeah we had experience. We did both one house here in Cork. The um, people in the house said they could feel like there was people there because they were being watched. Certain spots. There was one spot in the sitting room behind their couch near a the door. They said uh, they could feel they filled it with a family that were watching them, and mm -hmm. they were upstairs. And it, was a, it was an old house, young car. And uh, we went to have a look at the story. And when the best we just said we'd do a baseline check of the house, we walked around just to check for electricity. And it's a meter that's inside the box there. It takes an awful lot to get this meter to do anything. The meter went crazy in the house, it went absolutely crazy. And especially in one spot where they say they always feel there's someone standing there looking at them when they're sitting down or sitting up. And all it was was bad wire. EMF caused by bad wire. And the house was absolutely polluted. But all the, all the, all the wire in the, in the uh, rest of the system, all the wire in uh, cases, the old rubber casing was rotted. Oh, the, yeah. the house was full of live wire, uncased. And uh, we were only talking about it later, uh, earlier on. And uh, don't they have any problem anymore? Right? They don't feel no, they rewired the whole house. Yeah, they never felt any activity in the house since. All it was, because yeah, basically when there's too much electricity going through a house, you'll start to feel sick, you'll start to feel headachy. Start um, to see things. Hear things. Yeah, yeah everything. It's especially, there was a lot of electricity now going through this house. It could be quite dangerous after a number, especially after a number of years. But, uh, that was an interesting case because the shows were not just going to claim as a ghost and put on the papers. Like. Um, we went out to this house just to see. We found an explanation. We told them what we thought it was. They rewired the entire house. And that's what it turned out to be. Nothing's happened since. We haven't felt anything. So it was interesting. Different to what we usually do. And it was good to kind of show we're not just out to say there's ghosts everywhere. <laughs> we do like to do private house investigations. It can be interesting. It's different to abandoned buildings. And it's interesting trying to uh, debunk these claims and try and bring peace of mind back to people in their own homes. Because 99% of the time in people's homes where they think there's something wrong on, that's not sound to rewiring or sometimes it can even be rodents in the walls, sounding like footsteps or etc. So it's interesting, it's different. And what about the 1% or when it is something? What, what can those people do? Is that something they can do? I don't. In all honesty, Usually it's nothing to be afraid of. It can be startling, but there's never we've never come across a case where anyone's been physically hurt. I don't think there's a huge much that can be done, to be honest. I don't think they can be moved on. We're not into mediums or psychics. We don't believe in that at all. 
I don't think they can be moved on. It's just it's oh. a tough one, really. It's, it can be startling, but I think you just have to basically adjust to it. This is a, an SAVP that we caught from Banna Castle in West Cork. We'd heard one of our members saying, um, I'm recording again. The you just come back into the host or into the castle, didn't you? Yeah. Some people from the men's house. And it was not unexplained. Voice in the background. Yeah, I'm recording again. So it's that voice after again. It's much clearer on laptops. It's a scary voice. It is. Yeah, it is a creepy voice. voice. Yeah, it's definitely female and yeah. in distress, isn't it? And it's. Uh, like when you hear it on the laptop now, it's much, much clearer than what we're being able to play a few tonight. But you didn't hear, you couldn't hear that voice? No, we heard nothing at the time. Uh, that's usually the way it is. Most investigations, you might spend five hours in a building and absolutely nothing happens. You go back and review it and at very occasionally you get voices like that. That's what we call EVPs and we wait there's three ratings. Class A is the best. And the most clear, and that's what we call that. That particular EVP is a class A EVP. It's an unusual hobby. How did you all get involved in it? For me, it was a, a personal experience I had. I was with my sister one day, I was about 10, 12 maybe, and we were in an old place called Nano Nagel Cemetery on Douglas Street. And next to the cemetery is a convent house, and it was a beautiful summer's day, 3 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, we both look up at the window, and you could see this mist. Now, just to us, at first, we were, we'd kind of, we were thinking, what is it? And we were not too sure what it was. But as, as it developed, the mist started to grow into a figure. You could see the outline of a figure. And uh, we were both, we weren't really scared, we were amazed. Um, and as we saw it, there was an older couple walking their dog in the room of the cemetery. And the older man just hit, you could see his mouth just basically drop open, you could see the shock on his face. And um, ever since then I had a fascination in it. Um, I wanted to just try and find out more about it. And was, do buildings, are buildings haunted? Or just find out, try and find out as much as I could into it. And that's where I started the group. Did you all come into it as believers or did you come in with an open mind um, for evidence? For me, I was... I was a believer because of that experience. I'm very, I was very sceptical about a lot of it. I don't believe most places that have a reputation for being haunted actually so. But uh, I did have some belief in it obviously due to that experience. But we kind of, we take on all different types of members. Some people would be firm believers when they join. Others would be sceptics. Um, and it's good to have a good balance. If everyone believed in every sound that you hear is going to be paranormal. That's very good to have a kind of good balance on it. A lot of people, when they come on investigations, sometimes we hold open investigations and they've watched a lot of the TV shows and they come on a real investigation and they're stunned that nothing happens. But uh, that's just the reality of it. You've been here now a few hours yourself. Absolutely nothing's happened. If, if something was happening on every investigation, then it's being faked. It has to be. Yeah. Everyone would believe in the paranormal. Yeah, yeah. we would be able to go out and talk to them. Yeah, it should be just a case. Yeah. Oh, I want to see a ghost. I'll just go here, there, <laughs> one, you know. Yeah. 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 How, how often would you say something does happen on an investigation? I'd say something that we actually hear us pretty much a banging door or something like that. That happens maybe one in 30, 40. It's very, very rare that we get some, or, uh, something conclusive in a building. Uh -huh. um, 
Especially if you're in an abandoned building, you can't. If you hear a noise in an abandoned building, it's hard to really say it's paranormal unless it's a door being banged and you it's see it. Um, because it could be birds, it could be anything. Um, but we do what we mostly pick up is EVPs, that are disembodied voices on the voice recorders. And we do catch them quite regularly. Um, we've caught three, out, three in our last three locations. You think you'll get one tonight from here? You got them from here before? We, we have, have yeah. we have got one and we got one here two weeks ago. Um, I feel totally at peace in here. I've never felt any negative energy and I don't feel spooked in here at all. No, I don't. But uh, that's often the case. You, you, I never feel anything anywhere, but we still pick up these voices sometimes. So, it's, it's an interest. It's interesting because these voices are so clear on occasions and intelligent also. Yes, yeah. and, and saying sentences, you know, they're, they're saying something. And sometimes you get responses to the questions you asked at the time. So there is something to it. It's just it's not a TV show and it's not a movie. It's not as dramatic as this. The reality of it, if you go on an investigation, they're probably going to spend six hours looking at a wall and talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the reality of it. Talking to you there. Yeah. Well, what would right, you, what we're would in you, the right place, Luke. <laughs> 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 what would your dream be of, like, what would you like to achieve from to be investigations? Honest, to be honest, uh, we caught a figure in Timberleague Abbey, and that's kind of what I set out to do. So uh, I've done that. Um, I've got, we've got the clear voices on our audio. We've got some on camera that can be seen and watched. Um, so I've achieved what I really wanted to do with it. I just, I just want to keep it going because I love, I love going to these places and looking into the history of it. And it's, uh, it's an interesting hobby. It's different. And you publish the in the findings. We post most of them, most of them up on our Facebook page called Supernatural Society. We keep some private due to the location. Um, or if we're asked to keep them private, but pretty much all the good stuff is up on our page and can be listened to. And again, we just put it up for people that most people won't believe it. We have no problem with that. We just put it up and people can make up their own minds on it. And what's happening globally? Is there more and more um, compelling evidence being found around the world? Is there a body of evidence building up? It's You're yeah. never going to have evidence because no matter what you do, ah, that you fake that or this. Mm-hmm. If you're not under lab conditions, yeah. then they don't, they're not, they're not going to take any notice of it. Scientific community is not going to come out and say, Cox Supernatural Society, <laughs> film the ghost walking past there, every, mm-hmm. because you're, you're not in a lab, you're not under controlled conditions, everything is not set up to deal with, so therefore, and there's no one going to put their, no one going to put their, put their, um, hand out up and say, oh yeah, we believe them known the scientific community. So you're never going to get evidence because no matter what you produce, yeah. if I could produce a ghost in a bottle in the morning, they won't believe it. So it doesn't matter. We get the holy grail, I'd say, and they probably say it's fake. <laughs> 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 you know, it's up to each individual what they, what they want to believe. You know, we have people out there that just laugh at us and say, you know. But that's just... Uh, that's the reality of yeah. being involved in it. We know we're involved because we're interested and we wanted to prove it or disprove it to ourselves. And uh, we've done that. And to be honest, I don't really care either way if people believe it. Um, I'm involved in that's yeah, it. Yeah, we just want to prove it to ourselves. We want to find out as much as we can. And that's all, really. We're not out to... Most people say, oh, I wouldn't believe that. But I wouldn't go in there. Yeah. 
So if they don't believe it, why don't they want to go in there? That's basically what you get, or, 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 or I find I get on people, is, and a lot of this, I wouldn't believe that, but my grandmother was telling me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> if their grandmother said it, it yeah, would yeah, have yeah, 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 you know, but uh, I think in Irish culture anyway, it's, it's kind of more open or accepted to the unknown, like people don't believe it, but they're still wary of it. Like yeah. the fairy fort. Like the fairy, fairy fort. fort. Yeah, I don't believe in that fairy fort, but I wouldn't move it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I wouldn't go that's, there. that's, <laughs> that's basically the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's true, Rory. That's how know? I got interested in the paranormal. I was listening to my dad and my dad's family talking about stories they'd heard and all these like fairy fort stories and all these small weird stories and uh, I loved it. Even when I was small I was the one who volunteered to go visit the relations with my dad, the others couldn't be bothered but I wanted to go and hear these stories. Yeah, it's, 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 I loved it. It's part of our culture, it's very interesting. Yeah. It was after midnight when the team packed up their equipment and left the building. It had been an uneventful night. Anyone hoping for banging doors, blood curdling screams or ectoplasm seeping from the walls would have been disappointed. But then those things only happen in horror movies. The reality of paranormal investigations is much more mundane. Personally, I didn't experience anything that night to challenge my scepticism about the supernatural. But I did find the EVP recordings quite eerie, and I was impressed by the sincerity and dedication of the team. If you're interested in learning more about their investigations, check out Cork Supernatural Society's Facebook page. In the next episode, I'll be in Kerry to follow Ghost Era, as they investigate Mucross Abbey, a medieval monastery with a violent history. <laughs>